Good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined, as ever, by Bob. How are you tonight, Bob? I'm good. You always catch me off guard, because you just start, and I'm just like, oh, hey, ready to go. Let's I know. roll. I'm sorry. I... Like that famous... Oh, wait. I don't want to make a 9-11 joke. That's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Coming <laughs> in fucking crazy hot. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know why don't know. that... My back hurts, and I drank some beers to make it hurt less, and so I'm, I'm limber. <laughs> Perfect. Also, Gilbert Gottfried died this week. So, oh, you know. so it's probably time to make inappropriate jokes in his yes, honor. In his honor. I wonder I wonder how many people are going to try to get a pass for that this week. <laughs> hey, Gilbert Gottfried died. Oh, it's all right. It's, it's okay, because I'm mourning Gilbert Gottfried with my incredibly inappropriate joke. Let me tell you the aristocrats. Man, I gotta tell you though, Up All Night was so oh, formative man. in my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gilbert Gottfried, aka the fifth Ramon. Um, <laughs> AKA Monday through Friday, and then Rhonda Shear on the weekends. Fucking love Rhonda Shear too. Yeah. Uh but you do remember that, right? When he was the fifth Ramon. Did you ever see that? I did not. See I that. think they did. I don't know how many nights the Ramones co-hosted, but the Ramones were co-hosts for a while, and he was like going through, and he was like, "I was the fifth Ramon. You remember <laughs> me from back at CBGB's days?" And they'd like really shitty, like photo doctor him into old photos. Of oh, the that's Ramones. awesome! I, had, I don't, I don't remember it, but I, I absolutely had to have seen it. Oh because man, I used to yeah, religiously I watch up. I assume night. it was because they were playing Rock and Roll High School and Rock and Roll High School Forever back to back, so that you had to see the Corey Feldman one as well. Yeah. By the way, there's a sequel to Rock and Roll High School called <laughs> Rock and Roll High School Forever, and it has Corey Feldman and his band. His uh, band rules. They are just as good. Oh. Clearly, just like you think, Ramones. Corey Feldman's band, whatever they're called. Speaking of bands that suck that are by Hollywood actors, <laughs> last night I was at Trivia, and not only did I win mm. the cartoon contest, which I'm really proud of. Nice. Uh, I also, we there was an emo bands round, and I was like, I'm no help in this at yeah. all. I don't know any emo bands. I missed yeah, the thing. Well, I mean, I did. I knew Jimmy Eat World was the one I knew. Oh, nice. But there was another one I knew. Where nobody could get it. We were like, and I was like, is this Jared Leto's shitty fucking band, 30 Seconds to Mars? And we were like, let's write it in. It can't be that far off. It was correct. Nice. Nailed mm, it. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> just like, this sounds like shit. Is this Jared Leto? <laughs> I was really proud of that. Oh, God. Anyway. I got to get this coffee away from me. It is like too it. late for me to be sampling that particular beverage. It's 809. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, late. that is bad fucking news. Perhaps um, you'd like a Mountain Dew. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> or a Lipton Brisk. God, there's a lot of caffeine kicking around yeah, this place. You don't really have anything uncaffeinated. You got <laughs> I have the, water right over here. Oh, water. That's is it caffeinated water? It is caffeinated water. Sick. I just drop caffeine pills into it. Hey, how about comics? Uh, well, let me tell you a little something about comics. This week we have a trade paperback for a thing called Truth. Who? Uh, that was the LGBTQ adventure across America in a car. Nice. Uh, we also have some NECA stuff that came in. The uh, the tribute to the ultimate night cougar alien and the ultimate panther alien so those are uh old kenner toys that were made in the 90s huh. and uh, neca has made larger more interesting better sculpted versions of those figures and they look phenomenal i'm looking at one right now and it does look pretty they cool. are pretty wonderful the I mean, packaging the is box. also really cool as well because they kind of they kind of package them like 
they make a box that looks like it's the old bubble packaging for the, mm. the original version. Pretty cool. Nice. Uh, we've got Amazing Spider-Man Beyond Trade Paperback Volume 3. That cool. is the most recent trade paperback in the Beyond series, which was that series where uh, Ben Riley was uh, put in charge of Spider-Man duties by a corporation <laughs> and tried to, and Peter Parker got... He got Very hurt. sick yes. and hurt, or hurt. something weird happened some, too. Some, some such he was hurt calamity. and also there was had a some weird. Yes, it's a calamity. <laughs> um, what was I? I was reading an old comic that had the Beyond Corporation in it, and I was wondering, is that the same Beyond Corporation that's in? Hmm. And now I can't remember what the comic was. Anyway, let's continue. I think so. I think th- I think Beyond has been around for a while, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't read that run of, of Spider-Man when Ben Riley was was around the first time around, the first mm. Scarlet Spider stuff. Well, I think the Beyond Corporation is from... <clears throat> what the fuck was it from? Hmm. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Someone Who knows? listening in the studio audience can tell us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay! We know! <laughs> tell them what it was. <laughs> it was from Cherry. <laughs> um, Aerosmith number four, not the band, but the oh uh, yeah, arrow. The Aerosmith. It's a different spelling, he and it creates arrows. Correct. Uh, he smiths them. Uh, Asadora graphic novel volume five. We have Attack on Titan omnibus trade paperback volume four. Ooh. We have Avengers fifty five. I read it. What's going on in this? Uh, Nighthawk. Ooh, oh, that's actually kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's I like mean, a big Black Panther Nighthawk issue. And there's a status quo change involving Nighthawk for the Avengers. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me he doesn't join the Avengers. Come on. It's uh, Nighthawk. Mm, Come on. <laughs> uh, could I tell you that he joined as the leader of the Avengers? Oh, oh my God. Oh, Jesus that's Christ. definitely false. No, thank God. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. You, <laughs> genuinely not. Kidding. Was I'm slapstick sorry. busy? What's going on? <laughs> oh. It's what happens in the issue. He becomes the leader of the Avengers. I'm not fucking shitting you at all. Wow, I, I actually didn't hate it. it feel was like fine. I need to read that. <laughs> it was totally fine. The, I, that's that's it was one the best of those issue things. of Avengers I've read in quite some time, and quite quite quite. Oh, honestly, really? Which basically means that everyone else hates it, yeah. except me. But whatever. Maybe it that's is not weird. True. It is weird that people are not digging. Uh, people don't like the version of Avengers that I like either. I, it seems it, this is like there. The, <clears throat> I, despite the fact that I spoiled like kind of a big thing, there's <laughs> like that doesn't actually tell you about what happened in the issue of in terms of like you know the. Well, I mean, the if you're under antagonist, if you're under forty, it also doesn't tell you who the fuck Nighthawk is because <laughs> nobody knows. Well, uh, because he hasn't Night been Hawk in. Is a man. He's kind of like Batman. I mean, he was a dragon. Basically, he was a dragon man. Roy Thomas wanted to have the Avengers fight the Justice League, but he wasn't allowed to. So he created a thing called the Squadron Supreme. Yes. uh, Where every version of the characters was a analog to a DC character, and Nighthawk was the version of Batman. But he was white and stupid, and then now he's black and different. And, he is uh, different, but they... It's, it doesn't suck. He, Honestly, it doesn't suck. I like the him most, better black. Huge, huge improvement for the character. Definitely, I think so too, but I think the, the thing that I think is interesting about him 
uh, in his recent incarnations within the last five to ten years, mm. uh, his last miniseries, he mm. was, they they were like, well, you know what Marvel doesn't really have? A dude who beats people so badly <laughs> that they're yeah, just like, that in this they're comic. like crippled for life. Yeah. He does, We it's don't addressed. have... We don't have the most violent character ever. <laughs> you know, like the Punisher keeps shooting people. It doesn't give him a chance to make it so that they suffer terribly. Yeah. Like Nighthawk was like the most, like all the bad things about Batman. You're like, fuck, dude. What are you? Why? I mean, yeah. I get it. You're angry about this. But hey, man, <laughs> let the guy walk again. Well, well. It all involves a a, a big Marvel villain that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> he breaks Thanos' you know, knees. I mean, that said, if you're uh, if you're reading Avengers, it's no surprise to you. If Nighthawk breaks Doctor Doom's knees, no. I will be very happy. I mean, it doesn't happen in this issue. Okay. I can tell you. Hopefully soon. Uh, Batman Superman World's Finest. I loved it. I love this book. I think this it's is like this great. is this is my favorite, like. This is what version of these characters. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, Batman Superman, like back in the day when it was not the new 52 version, the old but version. the the old version that I like. I just I was I ate that fucking series up. Yeah, this is cool. It's Mark Wade, So it's definitely like kind of continuity. But the way he does it, um, he does it in a way that is not like, well, if you've read Superman four seventy two, you know that, yeah. Uh, but the Doom Patrol is in this, and I love them. And Dan Mora drew it, and I love him. And Mark Wade is good, and I love this comic. And that's all I'm going to say. That's awesome. That's great. Um, in a nutshell, how about Batman the Knight number four? You know, I like it. Uh, it's it's not really treading any ground that hasn't really been covered. But that said, I do think it is going to play into Zadarsky's eventual run as scriptor of Batman and therefore I am reading it also the art is okay and the story is just fine <laughs> uh, Black Hammer Reborn number 11 only two issues to go yes. until the series is done completely so true I like it uh, Blue and Gold number 8 best issue of the series if you didn't if you were like oh I really wish I read Blue and Gold but it's not really doing it for me just get number 8 it tells you everything you need to know that's good <laughs> it's a pretty great cover yeah uh, I like the setup you know they'll do nothing with it and the next time they appear Ted Cord will be old and you know whatever fat Who yeah cares? I know um, I mean Booster Gold has never been a favorite of mine but whatever <laughs> that costume alone just like it. I hate Booster Gold it's a, it's a tough it's a tough sell. Yeah. Dan Jurgens manages to make it work when he makes it work, but I mean, if anyone could, it would be the guy who designed it. Yeah, but it's it, but it is one of those things. I mean, you were talking about like Nightwing only working when the original when Perez draws it. It's like <laughs> well, that one version of him, right? Sure. Exactly, and it's yeah. it feels like to me that's kind of that's kind of Booster Gold Booster as a character as a, he works as a comedy character so if you're having a comic that's written by people who are actually funny right. it works but that's most the people issue. aren't yep. so it genuinely doesn't work most of the time like and it worked in I the agree. Justice League uh, international era because those guys were funny and yep. uh, you know I don't know, but I love Blue Beetle, and I love actually the art Ryan Sook. I can't believe he did almost every issue of this series. I was really expecting him to do like two issues and then just like have it yeah. the rest of it be drawn by Dan Jurgens or whatever. But no, he stuck it out. Interesting. Didn't do the whole thing, but you know, almost. 
Uh, we've got mm. Bolero number four. I did not read it. It's very sexy. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer trade paperback volume nine. I did not read it. <laughs> the, you didn't read the entire trade, trade paperback tonight <laughs> before the podcast? Wow. Sorry. Sounds like somebody doesn't take their job very seriously. Well, I did the Attack on Titan on this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Captain America number zero. I read it. Tell me. It's just I fine. Shit. I didn't love the art. Uh, it's a little paintery uh, for my taste, but you know, if you like that super realism, like if you like yeah. seeing like metallic folds of costumes and stuff, who did uh, it? Who's the artist? I don't know. I didn't recognize him. Okay. Uh, or them, or whoever it was. Uh, I didn't even look. Uh, I actually no, that's not true. I did look and enough to see that I didn't right. recognize the artist. That but that Ross cover is so good. Yeah, there's two Ross covers. Oh, uh, the one the one where he's having like molten lead poured oh, on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one splashing with the, out the shield. Yeah, it sets up the uh, the dichotomy between the 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 two the Twain. Oh uh, yes, of between the Captain's Falcon. America. Yeah. Falcon cap and regular cap. Yes, between them. And they... Uh... I love that they don't take away the wings. I fucking love... Yeah, no, I good. love that he has the wings as Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was. It was actually significantly better than I expected it to be, uh, but not something I wanted to... Felt compelled to take home. Fair enough. We've got uh, the graphic novel of Case Closed. This is the 82nd volume of Case Closed. I don't know. I've never even heard of it. Super, super popular manga. Case Closed. <laughs> Case Closed. Uh, we have Catwoman number 42. It the Cat good. and the Crow. It was it was good. She uh, she does a, like, a, it's a black mask story. I'm not a huge black mask man, but, you know. Okay. Whatever. It was but, just fine. The thing that bothers me is, listen, as someone who didn't read the book, yeah. and I'm looking at the cover, that is a that person is dressed as a magpie. <laughs> like that is not a crow. You're not wrong. That is not that a crow is costume. White and black. There are not. I mean, I guess there are certain types of white and black crows, but it is definitely more a magpie costume. There is, uh, there is actually a uh, a panel in this comic where Catwoman is wearing like her Catwoman mask, but also is wearing this t-shirt that has, I swear it's that cat from that comic with the big eyes, Inkblot. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is kind of cool, and I wish that she just wore a t-shirt with a funny cat on it. Yeah, me too. I wish she wore like those like big puffy sweaters. <laughs> like the sweatshirts that have like cute cats that like your your grandma would wear. Yeah, totally. That's what I wish she had. Yeah. Just normal street clothes. <laughs> but for grandmas. Yes. I wish she was just more of a crazy cat lady. She yeah. could be like a I little mean, more overweight really a- and be kind of like yeah. a little sadder. You know, hang yeah. out in her apartment and not want to go do crimes. I didn't, she doesn't have to be overweight. You could just have her just be the same, but just wearing these baggy clothes. Or just hanging out like, in her apartment and never leaving. She could push a, like, cat shopping cart. Holy <laughs> shit. I've got to get the cat mobile. And she pushes the shopping cart <laughs> out from us. Yes. Which is just, like, full of, like, canned cat food. But she could have, oh man, she could have like weaponized canned cat food that she would throw like amazing, boom! Oh, just a uh, just a cat food gun that puts cat food on people, Ooh. so her cats then attack them. Yes, I like it. We've just invented a new character. I think this. I think this version of Catwoman is considerably <laughs> considerably very better. Interesting. I think uh, I think Grant Morrison's Catwoman is going to be huge. <laughs> 
Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of Catwoman, hmm. what about that lonely ass city? Ah, it's good. It's real good. It's real good. It's real good. Uh, very good. Uh, that's all I can say. It's just really good. Nice. I like Cliff Chiang. Nice. And I like, I like Cliff Chiang. Specific too. issue of the series was very good. Very good. Uh, we've got. Uh, we have two new code names. Or they're not new, but they're new to us because we seem Your code like, name is Colonel Mustard. Mine is Colonel Mustard. Uh, no, we have uh, the original code names and code names duet the games, which are both very fun. I cool. enjoy them. Uh, we have a book from Dark Horse called Collector Unit 731. So Will Conrad drew it, and I okay. like him. Uh, I did not enjoy this comic, but it's very well drawn. <laughs> I did it's not expect that it was going to be an worth it. Internment camp uh, in Nazi Germany, uh, or sorry, Nazi Oof. Japan. Jesus Christ! And it was just too heavy for me. I was oh like, nah, boy, I can't do no it. thanks. No yeah, thanks. that's a little. That's a little rough. Yeah. And baby, the world is a little tough right now. Maybe let's not. <laughs> maybe let's not dwell on internment camps. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's very smart, and it's there is an audience for it. That audience will be pleased. I just didn't like it. Yeah, no, but I, because I, get I don't it. like comics about fascism. Because Unless it's about we, people being punched for being fascists. <laughs> because we've got a little too much of that going on right now. Yep. Uh, deceased Dead Planet trade paperback. Ah, oh, that was a good one. It is very good. It's nice to have those in trade paperback. But I still have to say that those are one of the very few series that I would pick up the hardcovers for because I just love the format. Mm. I love that. I love that uh, fabric-bound. Yeah. Like library style hardcover, I think it look just looks super cool and it's durable and it's just yeah, I think it's worth the extra couple bucks gives for the hardcovers. The, gives me the shivers. How good it is. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange, Nexus of Nightmares, number one. It was uh, Ibrahim uh, Mustafa drew this, mm. and the art is very good. And I would say if you are excited for the Doctor Strange film and you are looking for a Doctor Strange comic book to enjoy in between now and when it comes out, this would be the that one. That does to seem out. to be. Uh, it's interesting because this was the complaint that all of us in the world kind of had with Marvel before where it seemed like the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing as mm. far as comic releases, where they'd be like, and here's, you know, yeah. we got a new big Spider-Man property. We've killed Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. and he's, you know... Like, Doctor Strange movie's coming out. We've replaced Doctor Strange with Clea. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, all of that kind of does happen. Yeah. Uh, but, in this case, they've, they do the thing where they're, they kind of patch that hole yeah. and they put something interesting in there. Yeah. This so, one, this one looked good. I like it. Uh, we have a, a new dominion expansion for the game dominion. It is the empire's expansion. That is a super cool game. We have earth prime. Number two, Superman and Lois. I flipped through it. I was like to see Tom Grummet. Uh, I like Tom Grummet. Grummet, uh, Grummet, 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 Wallace and Grummet. Yes. Anyway, whatever. It's the Superman and Lois issue of this series, and it looks just fine. Cool. Uh, Faithless number three, number three. No, nothing about it. Uh, not a, not a little, not even a little bit of faith. I None have, of it. I have no clue what this series is even about. Uh, sexy, 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 sexy. Woo. Uh, That's probably why. <laughs> Flash seven eighty one. Oh, it was good. I liked it. I love Flash. This <laughs> current love. This current run of Flash is good. I like Wally West being back. I don't um, like him giving a noogie 
to Kid Flash. Oh, is that the variant cover? The variant cover has him giving a nookie to Kid Flash. Well, that's pretty dumb. But, uh, yeah, this is, I, I like Kid this Flash run. is pretending to like it, but you know he's pissed about it. Yeah, who likes that? Nobody likes that. Nobody wants that. Stop giving people nookies. Also, I think people of color don't like it when white people touch their hair. Exactly. Seriously. There's all, there's all sorts of implications here that yeah. are not great. Just, Just cut the shit, man. Not well thought out. <laughs> Unless you're setting his hair on fire for some particular purpose because you're super fast. Which, why would you do that? You, you like the guy. Who knows? Maybe there's some sort of space parasite on his head oh, and you need to kill it with fire. Oh, yeah. Well. It's, it's superhero shit. You don't know what's I going can, on. I can confirm that doesn't happen in the issue. <laughs> okay. Uh, Flux. The game. All we right. have that, which is great. Uh, actually, I will say... Flux is one of my favorite card games. It's like a super, super fast, very easily self-contained game. Hmm. And it's like a super complex version of Old Maid. Ooh. So it's just like it it is more fun and more strategy than something like that. So it's just it's it's super dope. I really love it. Nice. Did I Which tell you what that I'm I, carrying a lot of it? Nice. Did I tell you that the prize I won for drawing the contest winning the drawing contest was a tiny Uno game? Oh God, I do love Uno. <laughs> it's a tiny Uno. Oh, it's one of those little like world's smallest kind of things. Yeah. Also, my new—I created a new mascot for the New York Yankees, whose name was Yogbert the Ball Child. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> I was pretty into it. I I like it. I missed the entire first round of trivia because I was drawing. <laughs> I, I will not be inviting you on my trivia teams. <laughs> Just uh, don't let me draw. <laughs> Good Asian number 10 of 10. Yeah, it's all done. I mean, I certainly would hope that it's not all done. I certainly hope that. No, it actually more. indeed says at the end of the issue, Good Asian will be back. Yeah. Uh, but this particular novel length storyline has com- co- wrapped up nice. with this 10th issue of Good Asian, which is quite good. So, And also they cool. let the interior artist do a cover all finally. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> he finally did a cover. Yeah, That's yeah. good. And it's good. I like the cover. It is good. It's it's interesting. It's it's funny that they didn't let him do it. But well, I mean, I, don't it, let I mean, him do it. That's or, kind of that's cool. true. He didn't do one previously that I am aware of. I mean, I, I but I always got the uh, Dave Johnson cover, so I it's possible see, he did one. So, and I'm just talking out my ass. But yeah, those fucking Dave Johnson covers are so good. Also, the the ones that are like the legit pulp covers. Yeah, yeah, no, they're oof, great. But oof. the uh, Tefengi, Tefengi, Tefengi. Tefengi. I do not. Also, I love that the co- the credits are on the back cover. Yeah, that's really that nice. Really classy. It, presentation is, it actually like is gothic, very classy, like, especially uh, since it's the last issue. So it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like a little bookend. Like bookends it. Yeah, yeah. Alexandre Tefengi. He did the cover I bought that I liked. Nice. Sorry, uh, Girl Girls. Scouts. <laughs> Girl Stone Scouts. Ghost number Ma six. Food. Uh, please, it's G R R L Scouts. Grill, grill, grill Scouts. More like Grill Scouts. Uh, wait, did I just unplug my headphones? No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't believe so. I'm trying to. Try not to kick the headphones. No, I, uh, they're it's under like wrapped around head. my boot. How did this happen? <laughs> All right. I can only assume this is some sort of final destination death <laughs> that you're going to go through. <laughs> it's, well, it's not going to be the obvious one. It always goes like four steps too far. Like you trip over that, and then you oh, knock something off the ceiling, right. and, and then the boglin. Yeah, exactly. Falls you on choke on a boglin or something. Hits uh, me right on the temple. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, so Girl Scouts, Stone Ghost number six, Homesick Pilots number fourteen, and the 
much-anticipated Hulk number six with the first appearance of the Titan Hulk. Uh, Should should I say anything? (laughs) Okay. I'm honestly 50-50 on whether I absolutely hate it It or whether I actually like it. It, it, Exactly. That's how I feel about this series, too. It's It's so dumb. It feels like it's how everybody... It's not... This is not a controversial opinion. Everybody who I talk to who comes in is like... Do I like this series? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still reading it. There's a, there's a, a single panel in it um, that I don't understand why it's so small. It's like this amazing panel. So there's like on this one page I'm looking at right now, there are one, two, three, four, five, six panels. And most of the panels are larger they're all kind of vertical, but this one panel at the top is like the Hulk, like schwonking into a different dimension. Schwonking, this one. Yes. And that it's is like very tiny, fucking cool as shit. Like the panel is so cool. It's like the Hulk that and you see really his like, nice. teeth yeah, yeah. like dragging into this like weird, like cinematically it would be yeah, really yeah. cool. Why is it so fucking small? That's weird. That's a weird choice. And then the next panel is bigger, and it's just a picture of some bald asshole with an eye patch bleeding. (laughs) I'm just like, why is that bigger? I don't get it. Like, I kind of want to. I kind of hate it. But like, I also the 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 new Titan is like they made this like huge fucking deal out of it. He's in like two panels, and he doesn't really do anything except all of a sudden beat everybody. Sorry, I should. As far as I'm concerned, with with the Hulk this series that is was my worry from the beginning is that it was going to go this way because donny cates can sometimes sometimes donny cates does amazing things and he thinks out really crazy versions of what you can do with a character etc etc yes um and that's that is his skill is to look at a look at an existing character and come up with a crazy weird thing to do with them that extends their power set and everything else and their their origins or whatever else extends it out in a in a weird and unexpected way and that can be really cool or it can be nonsense but the other thing that he does which is unfortunate is and you never want this in a hulk comic or a superman comic is what if the hulk wasn't the hulk there was another hulk that was hulkier than hulk and it's like no Fuck that. Well, since you, you have to be smarter than that. Since you gave it out, uh, I feel less inclined to hide my. So basically, what they're saying in this one is that, like, everybody has a Hulk. Like, Rick Jones was a Hulk. Yep. Fucking Jennifer Walters was a Hulk. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross right, was a Hulk. Exactly. Everybody was a Hulk. What if the Hulk was a Hulk? So great. It's a great concept. And you get this, like, big panel, this big splash panel, rag of the, like, and it's just kind of like, and honestly, I blame the colorist more than anything. <laughs> it's so flat and it doesn't, I just, like, I want, like, I know it's a bigger, more mm-hmm. cinematic yeah. moment. Like, like I'm thinking like double page spread. This yeah. is like, boom, he comes and just, oh, he's fucking trashing right. the fuck out of everybody. And like, that's what you want. And what you kind of get is like, here he is. Now he's gone. Oh, no. But what I kind of like eh. what I don't want in the future is for this to the problem is that it, what I was about to go into I'm really sorry. no it's fine I was I wasn't really interrupted I was just kind of like I was just thinking it, it's 
he loves to fuck things for everybody in the future who wants to write a character. Yeah. So basically, like, there's a lot of cool ideas, but then once you go this far, the the point of most characters is their limitations. And when you start going, oh, well, you know, if the Titan Hulk gets mad, he becomes... The Mega Titan Hulk. Yeah, well, it's like, well, we have multiple universes, so now we need to have multiple dark universes yeah, underneath just, those it's universes. Sh- it's just like, kind of like, come on, like, and it's ultimately, yes, I am shitting on this fucking Donny Cates Hulk, yeah. and I really, I shouldn't because it's not bad. It isn't bad. It's not like no, I it don't isn't. want to see where it's going i'm actually yep. really excited for the yeah. thor crossover that's coming yes. i think this could be really cool but i just feel like hulk as spaceship powered by his own segmented personality is kind of dumb but i think that one thing that is kind of cool about it is that like he's taking there's a point in this comic particularly where he's like uh, everybody says like the Hulk is the repressed rage of Bruce Banner being abused as a child. And yeah. he's like, kind of like, I don't really feel like that's the whole truth. And I feel like that's kind of a good take because it's yes. like when you get away from that, then things stop being so samey. And yep. I feel like one thing that is cool about this is that it is very different. Yes. Yes. Completely different. And so <sighs> yeah. when you're following immortal yeah. Hulk, it's hard because Immortal Hulk is so fucking good. Right. And that was so different, although ultimately it was kind of samey because yep. it was a lot of it was powered by this he got beat up by his dad narrative that Peter David introduced. Yep. And uh, now I've demonstrated that I know what I'm talking about when I'm shitting on the Hulk. So I'm <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> moving on. My bona fides. <laughs> moving on. Ice Cream Man, number 29. I tried and I just didn't get it. But that said, I don't really understand this comic. I think it's cool. I just don't um I don't follow it. I didn't read it. I I have been following it, but this one I didn't read because I am like I've just been trying to catch up with all the shit that's everywhere. You're just so stressed out, man. <laughs> There's so much shit everywhere. Don't start uh, doing drugs. That seems like that would make it a lot worse. Uh, John Carter of Mars, number one. Now, here's one that I did read, and here's one that I thought was significantly better than it should have been. That is what I have heard about this this title. That's why I carried it. It's not, I haven't been carrying these books. So it's Chuck Brown yeah. wrote it. Yeah. And so I think that the way that you have an interesting take on a Confederate dickhead who goes to Mars to be a fucking warlord is to have a black man be like, hey, like, let's address the fact that this guy's a Confederate dickhead. And yeah. uh, the way he does it is by introducing uh, some new character, uh, bringing John Carter back to Earth. This wasn't a take home for me, but I did think it was pretty yeah. good. And the art was actually very good. Philadelphia 21 that is out. Uh, we have the King of Hallow- King of Tokyo Halloween expansion for board games. We have the trade paperbacks for Many Deaths of Layla Star. Oh, I like uh, that series. And we have this amazing thing. Uh, if anybody is old enough to remember uh, the olden days when uh, Marvel had their own RPG, we have the Marvel Multiverse RPG playtest rulebook. Cool. So they're they're coming back. I have a feeling that we're going to get a revitalization of that yeah. old Marvel RPG now that uh, now that Dungeons and Dragons has become popular again. Uh-huh. I think Marvel is going to rehash their old 
I, I think it's a great idea. I would love to see it because that was super cool. Yeah. I remember Did really COVID bring that was awesome. role playing back. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because people I were able to, people were able to, I, Stranger Things was hugely important in bringing du- in Dungeons and Dragons uh, to the foreground. Hmm. Um, the fact that people got obsessed with with Stranger Things and then they were like, hmm, Dungeons and Dragons. And, and then they started playing and then COVID happened and then Zoom happened. And then Zoom and happened like, oh, yeah, and people were this. able to do all that. Yep, exactly. You and can I, not leave your house and still get together. I literally know someone who is running a Dungeons and Dragons game with their family oh. in, I think, Virginia. I think it's where it's someplace in the south, someplace very far away, and they every Sunday night, you know, screws up our game night by not being able to show up because he's doing nice things with his family. So that's fine. <laughs> no. I know a couple of friends that have like started like an Instagram account for their like their that's really awesome. special like D and D group that they have. That's cool. I love that. That's cool. Um, Speaking of D&D, there is a new Munchkin expansion that is just basically a gigantic board game D&D version of Munchkin, which is super fun looking, and I'm very tempted to try it. It's called Munchkin Dungeon, which sounds very much like... I want to be <laughs> your Munchkin Dungeon. Of course, it's it all comes back to a Misfits song. Uh, but yes, every time I look at that fucking box... <laughs> That's the that first thing I thought when you said those words together. It's, it's, I would have never heard of it before just this minute. I would imagine that if I worked at a Dunkin' Donuts, I wouldn't be able to stop singing that either. <laughs> that would be my that would be my work song while I was dropping Munchkins into the deep fryer. <laughs> I don't want to be in, in your Munchkin dungeon. I think they just they get dropped off on a truck. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is so gross, dude. I. I'm, I've never understood how you can take something that is as perfect as a donut and ruin it. The way that I don't, I've does. never understood how you can take, take a bite of a donut and taste gasoline, which is what happens to me. I swear to God. I swear to God. Every time I, would, I eat a Dunkin' Donut, I'm like, why does it taste like fuel? I would almost... I would almost say that there probably is a petroleum distillate in there somewhere. I don't yeah, maybe. It, like honestly, I what what overwhelms me is the fact that like you're left with a waxy taste in your mouth after eating yeah. a Dunkin' Donut. Yeah. I'm like, man, luckily we live in Portland where you can go <laughs> yeah, you and get like the best donuts in the donut, world. Actual good donut. Job. Yeah. Anywhere that like our local to. our local coffee shop right next door gets hi-fi donuts and they're like nice. some of the best donuts. Those hi-fi donuts, yeah. They, oh man, the hi-fi breakfast sandwich is so good. They're so good. If you've ever had hi-fi, them. we like you. Yeah, and also they've been really nice to us. Oh, nice. Um, That's good. Uh, nice house on the lake, number eight of twelve. I dropped it, but it looks cool still. Uh, Nightwing number ninety-one. It was good. It's Nightwing and Flash teaming up to mm. fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> fighting crime in a future time <laughs> cops uh Ooh. number five g uh, graphic novel volume four yeah i know it's, the book is called number five. Oh man what happens when number five volume five comes out jesus it's a I tesseract think opens <laughs> exactly uh yeah it's it's some sort of uh, wrinkle in time kind of situation <laughs> uh no matter what you say fury sun is scary graphic novel volume three and also, the NPCs in this village, sim game, must be real. 
Volume three. <laughs> what? Don't don't. Ask, I know it's just a don't ask me to thing, repeat like, this insanity. On. Well, I mean, I can follow that. So the non-player characters in this village simulation game that I'm playing must be real. So I mean, you're getting the you have a title that literally tells you the plot where you're you're playing a village simulation game, and it, you're like, wait a minute, this These be- man who dressed up as a bat jumped off a building. Volume four. <laughs> Uh, I was I was a criminal that was punished by a man dressed as a bat volume 15 that sounds way sexier than I meant it to uh wow yeah sorry that was my slash fic bleeding into the into the podcast I apologize anyway uh more flux games more pop vinyls we got so many pops in this week yeah including alakazam oh the pokemon we got we got an alakazam the pokemon but we got the japanese uh spider-man yes with the wrist super cool uh we also got the make a wish blue shiny spider-man which is really nice i kind of like that one i also i love the uh, the Deadpool Dino Pool. Yes, it is just a dinosaur Deadpool, and I love it so very much. Yes. Uh, if they made one of those for a Spider-Man, I might buy it. <laughs> um, uh, pop movies, Suicide Squad, King Shark, also very awesome. He's fucking adorable. He looks like Jeff. He looks a lot like Jeff the Land Shark, but he's wearing jams, which you know. Yeah. That yeah, was doesn't wear jams. No, uh, all the cool people wear jams. We've also got Ratcatcher Two with Sebastian. Sebastian, the little rat, he's adorable. Yep. Power Rangers number eighteen, record, uh, the record of Ragnarok volume two, refrigerator full of heads number six. That that fucking car with the shark on it is so cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, it's yeah. hard to fight it. It's just pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Robin's number six of six. Such a weird retcon of the Batman mythos that hmm. I am very, very surprised by, but I actually kind of like it. But like, yeah, so basically this Robin's thing is like saying that before Dick Grayson, there was a female Robin. Right. And she's now a villain. Hmm. And and it's I don't know it's Tim Seeley like yeah. it's good like the art's fine like it's, it's just crazy that they would allow him to would do just something like that yeah. big with it's just funny because there was this time uh, I remember talking to some some artist in the nineties I think and it was like. Yeah, the problem is that, you know, they won't let you do anything with the characters. You know, you can't, uh, you know, like this, if the spit curls on the wrong side or this and this and it just everything's so tight and they won't if, if the origin gets any kind of little tiny tweak to too wrong, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now it's just the exact opposite. It's yeah, like, now they're just like, yeah, let's confuse it even more. Like, yeah, why let's not? just muddy the waters. Yeah. That was actually one of the things that I really liked about World's Finest. There was like uh the um there was a relationship between Supergirl and the first Robin, the Dick Grayson version of Robin that was introduced in this comic where they're just kind of like they hate each other and mm-hmm. like you don't really know why and and wade writes it in a way that it's kind of like drops hints as to why they hate each other but like indicating that there's there's a story to be told and right and, but yeah, yeah. um but if you're like following dc as a continuity person like it doesn't make sense because supergirl is a more recent addition to 
so this is like just going back to the Silver Age where Supergirl was around all right. the time, which is like fine with me. But it's just like I love that idea that like, like I've talked to you about like right. my idea for the T-shirt that just says "Death to Continuity" because yep. like continuity is the enemy. It's like it's just it having is. things try to make sense is so a fool's errand, especially now. And it's it, yeah. it really is. It's, it's just too many stories. Yeah, it, there are too sense. many stories at this point. Yeah. It's it's just mathematically you, becoming you impossible. Cannot fold yep. Grant Morrison. When he did Batman and he folded all of the different eras of Batman into the one timeline, that was like, you're never going to get better than that. Yep. That's where it goes. And then they fucked him by doing New 52. And it was just (laughs) like perfect example of why you shouldn't even try. Just give up. Sailor Moon Eternal Edition. Codename Sailor V. Volume 2. Trade paperback. Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Number 115. Uh, secret secret history of the war on weed. <laughs> I liked it more than I wanted yeah. to like it. It's no, I mean stupid. seriously, Posein and Duggan doing a thing again. Come on, it's You're gonna stupid, love it, but it's fun. it was released on four twenty, bro. Sort of. Well, tomorrow's oh, 420. tomorrow's four twenty. Oh. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Dude. Okay, I was thinking I was. It came out on the nineteenth. They really <laughs> missed the fucking mark. No, this. <laughs> <laughs> you're really you're really fucking our kayfabe here. Yes. Uh, this this is uh, this is it's Wednesday's comic. Yes, we're talking on the twentieth. It's four twenty, dude. I'm stoned right now. That's why yeah, I thought it was the wrong day. So that explains it. <laughs> it's all coming this together. Pokeball is green. <laughs> so true. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins Omnibus Graphic Novel Volume Three. Uh, Shang Chi number eleven. Mm. Uh, we've got Slumber number two. I love this book. More of the same. You'll like it. Uh, Spawn Origins Trade Paperback Volume 21 uh, Sp- uh, Spider-Gwen Gwenaverse number two What think you of this Gwenaverse? You know I like it I don't like it enough to no bring it home but I do think it's much better than I thought yeah. but it just gets kind of silly when it's just like this comic is literally just like Gwen Stacy hanging out with herself exactly, and really not doing anything other than that <laughs> It is it is pretty funny, but I do. Uh, and one of her versions is a Wolverine, and yep. they have to stop her from killing things. Yep, it is. It is actually again, it's better than you think it's going to be, yeah. and uh, and it's fun. If this is your if this kind of thing is your jam, you're going to. If like I it. bought less comic books, I might bring out. <laughs> we got Star Trek Ferengi. Uh, I love the cover of it's this. So good. Um, female is the future. Future is female. Future is female. <laughs> Although I like your I like your backwards version. Female is future <laughs> Ferengi. Female is yes. future Ferengi. Um, the three F's. We have uh, an amazing reissue of the old Invisible Man uh, Aurora model kit. How do you find it? <laughs> In a box. <laughs> Just a box. <laughs> Just an empty box. Uh, Phantom of the Opera Migo, who Ooh. is also technically the Red Death Migo, uh, which is nice. We've got the Toxic Avenger Migo. What? Come on. I didn't see that. He's not an animal. He's Melvin the Mop Boy. And uh, <laughs> enjoy that. We've got a copy of Toy Robot Magazine, which is an amazing new, like, if you missed Toy Fair, if you're just like, why, why isn't Toy Fair coming out? This is your this is your magazine. Cool. They even use the Toy Fair font. It's Ooh. so Toy Fair. I have a feeling that it's like some people, people from who loved Toy I, Fair. I think it might be some writers from Toy oh, Fair kind of coming back. Made Toy Fair. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, Transformers Beast Wars Annual 2022. Pretty cool. Uh, Transformers. Okay, these are awesome. Uh, the Studio Series Core figures. Um, these are little tiny, like they're thirteen dollar Transformers, which puts them in the very Ooh. very small because <laughs> oh, Transformers right. are expensive. Uh, but they are awesome. They're just like do they transform? They do transform, and they are That's like cool. almost all the size of the cassettes that uh, Soundwave and Blaster had. So nice. those are very cool. That's cool. I'm into those. I'm always disappointed by Transformers figures that don't that transform. I'm like, why would you make a Transformer insane. that doesn't transform? You should just call it a static. It's it's a, the whole point is the novelty of yeah. how cool it is that just these be, things do things yeah. like that. It should just be called toy. Yeah, it it's it's literally like a <laughs> jigsaw puzzle that they didn't take the they didn't yeah. cut. It's just a straight. It's like it's uncut a, it's sheet a of stamps. <laughs> right, it's a poster. Uh, anyway, Trial of the Amazons Wonder Girl number two of two. It's actually pretty good. What about Vampire Slayer? Uh, you know, another one that's not good and en- not enough for me to bring home, but very good. Yeah. And if you're a fan of Buffy, I would check it out. This is a number one with the new stat- status quo. Yeah, and there's a uh, crazy, is... crazy spell put on Buffy and needs yeah. to be removed. But by doing so, it makes her not technically a slayer. So a new slayer is called, and they need to get the spell off. The, yeah. They need to get the spell back on her or something to get. It. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, um, Vampiris Carmilla magazine number nine. Can't go wrong with it. Literally, if you're looking for eerie style content, yep. just flip and buy this. It's so good. Yep. Uh, Walking Dead Deluxe, number 37. Um, we have White Cat's Revenge, plotted on Dragon King's Lab Volume 3. <laughs> plotted on Dragon King's what? Uh, don't worry. <laughs> uh, Wolverine, number 20. Almost made a home. Uh, also a giant fire going by. Eh, it's just someone... At the fucking Roosevelt Arms or whatever it is. This crust is Burnham Arms. Almost always. Jesus, man. Yeah, this is right outside. This is like... Maybe it's Geno's. Like, driving directly into my store. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, no, Wolverine was actually really good. It's really more of a Deadpool comic than a Wolverine comic. uh, Yeah. But it is... I liked it because it was like... The opening sequence with Wolverine was actually really great. Very great. Uh, Art-wise, it was Adam Kubert. It's, like, very, very, very cool uh, visuals. And then Deadpool, like, blows himself to smithereens and lands in multiple parts on top of everybody to try to become part of Krakoa and they don't want him in. And apparently Deadpool isn't really a mutant, according to this comic, which I thought was that is because I didn't, I thought he was a mutant. Interesting. Um, I don't know. Uh, he always was a mutant before, but I guess maybe he's one of those science mutants. One of the like yeah. pe- artificial X gene. Type There's things. some reason that they don't want him there. And, mm. um, I don't know. It was like an almost because it was like, at one point, someone was like, Wolverine doesn't even want to be part of a team, part of Krakoa. He hates it. He's He wants to be by himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is great. And then he's doing cool, badass stuff. And then it just turns into a Deadpool comic, and it didn't, it didn't <laughs> make fair. the sale for me. But, you know, still pretty good. I I very much don't understand these variants. Uh, the, I love the Venetian blind <laughs> variant. But the fact that it like goes across every single 
like series. Oh, you mean this the the Spider Man one? Everybody's got one. There was a Hulk one. There's like oh the Venetian blind the, one. Yeah, oh, the the weird. Will Forney's uh, Shades variant. Huh. They're weird. I mean, yeah, I guess it's kind of cool, but it's just really strange. Maybe if you put them all next to each other, they're they're like all one giant image. Of it's weird. Huge superheroes looking at you through the window. Through right? really yeah. shitty blinds. That's my kink, man. Stop shaming me. Okay, that's fine. All right. <laughs> Uh, Wonder Woman Evolution number six. I actually like this comic. It's pretty good. You know what I like? What? X-Force Epic Collection Zero Tolerance. Ooh. I was which a X-Force version is this? Big fan of the Zero Tolerance stories. Oh, Not that so much the X-Force version of this, Nobody but the, liked X-Force then. the regular X-Men series yeah. when, when X-Force... Because of Maggot. I mean, sure, it was definitely Maggot, but the whole Operation Zero Tolerance thing that didn't really have him in it very much mm. was a was like one of my favorite crossovers. Yeah, there was one single issue that had just Iceman that I really liked. Yup, that was, that was nice really man. was was that the one where Emma Frost no, took over his powers? No, it was after that, and he was like, "Oh, I hate that Emma Frost was able to do more with my powers." Yes, and then they just kind of gave him every once in a while. Some writer likes Iceman and like lets him do stuff that's cool, and then everybody forgets him for whatever reason. I, I believe he is currently considered an Omega level mutant in the new in the yeah, new version. Yeah, but they never use him for fucking shit. They never do anything. Yeah. I think and he's that's always been the case. In fact, the only letter I ever wrote to a Marvel comic was about that very subject. Yeah, it was published. I mean, it is it is interesting. I, they did they did some crazy shit with him in the X Men that was going on now, as far as what he did with Mars. He oh. was he was integral to terraforming Mars with that his abilities. So like. Yeah. Between he and Storm and like a bunch of other people and Magneto, they basically yeah. made a livable planet out of Mars. Yeah. Using crazy craziness. Which, which will be great for another year or so <laughs> until they reverse yes. everything and then you have them go back to being people hey man, who are at a school. I don't need I didn't need Asteroid M to last forever, but I thought that was a great fucking storyline. Asteroid M is cool. <laughs> so, you know. It can last a little it, while and then Xavier go back. Academy is cool. The, it is. The classic like X-Men formula is cool. It is. Oh, believe me, I'm going to be super stoked when they go back to, uh, you know, there's a basketball court. And they play baseball the, every, or softball or whatever. Every annual like. they play baseball and then there's the, the no powers <laughs> softball games. They move to the Outback. Oh, God, when they move to the Outback. You know, when they have the swimming pool that drains and then the, the blackbird comes out of it. You know, all the all the classic shit that I hey, love. Man. Yeah, I, I will be super stoked to see that come back. But I'm, I'm rolling with it for the time being. Um, and that is, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. We massively restocked our D&D section. Ooh. So we've got a absolute crap ton of D&D hardcovers right now. Um, restocked dice. I have done no dice, no dice, <laughs> restocked board games, all sorts of stuff like that. And if you have been in the store, you will notice that we have started creating a new desk out back and we're trying to like make another, another station there. That is going to be the skate shop for the store. I'm, I have a, a historic <laughs> sized order coming in for skate stuff cool. so that it's going to be a like a legit skate shop as opposed to kind of like just kind of sc- 
scratch and buy like we had been because we never really had a good location for it and I never knew how to integrate it into the store and this seems like the only way to do it is to have like the classic skate shop glass case with all the shit in it like we had when we had our skate shop in uh in old orchard Mm -hmm. so you know I'm I'm excited for this I think it's going to be cool and also it's going to mean that we can have signings now that are kind of going to work because now someone can just sit behind that desk that's always out there and just do the signing like that. It means that when we have uh, big events like Free Comic Book Day, we can have two registers. Um, nice. And so there, it's a lot of cool stuff, but it also means that the, the store is currently in, in a level of chaos <laughs> that is uh, almost unheard of. Yeah. And I mean, and if you've ever been to the store, you know that that's... <laughs> an impressive feat to be at a level of chaos that it's never seen before. Uh, so bear with us, uh, with all that and and whatnot, but, uh, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting us. Uh, please purchase stuff at coastcitycomics.com. Um, follow us at, um, actually comics and at coast city comics. And you know, while you're at it, why not at the Funbox monster podcast and at the rad wraith, why not? And at Dollar Binge. And me. at Dollar Binge. That is that is Bob. And it's very cool. I've been very much enjoying that feed. So check that shit out. Yeah, I'm about to go to a comic convention, so there's going to be some, some posts coming up. Post toasties. I can't wait. All right, and that's going to do it. Uh, we will see you next week. Good night. Bye.